to an episode of NAGP Resurrection, uh, the show where we talk about this week in gaming news. I am your host for tonight, Joseph Burchette. And with me, as always, I have Lionel. So does that mean you won't host on another night? You know, I knew you were going to comment on that, and I wish I would rephrase that. So I'm not I'm not saying the intro again. Because so, I, I don't, I don't want to do it. Mike <laughs> has to do it. I will be the host now and for the foreseeable future, unless I get hit by a bus. And we have our third and lovely host, Mike. I'm not the third. Second. I'm the second. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> really, you I'm number one. Con- you, you've <laughs> at least confirmed all of my suspicions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, no, I didn't. You're yeah, actually you number did. two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh-huh. one of my suspicions. Mm. Yeah. All right, let's jump off the first story here <sighs> by foxbusiness.com. The article is about Atari. The uh, Atari battles for chunk of the $43 billion video game industry. It was an Basically, an interview with the current CEO, not Nolan Bushnell. He is no longer the CEO of Atari. That um, the old kook of, of Atari. <laughs> it's this new guy. I don't know if he's French or not. His name is Frederick. I can't pronounce that. His last name Chesneas. Chesneas. I don't know. Yeah, then he's probably French. Yeah. So essentially, the people there were, were interviewing him about you know how he thinks because Atari is going to be making a new console coming out in 2020 called the Atari VCS, I believe. And they just were straight up asking him, how are you going to stay relevant? How are you going to, with all the new streaming services, with all the new consoles, like all this stuff, how are you going to even be able to make it? And his answers were pretty much that as the industry changes, in order for you to stay relevant, you have to change with it. He kept on saying that there are different areas, like different age groups that you can target um, I think he was saying it's a comment in the article. Where is it? <sighs> he felt that people people above the age of 40 tend not to play games, meaning there's still room for growth. So I think he's talking mm-hmm. about like the Wii market. Uh, almost. He's talk- basically that there's there's still a huge uh, chunk of the population that isn't playing games yet that they could conceivably capitalize. Because yeah. I think right before that he was talking about other uh, demographics that weren't initially um, a big part of the gaming market. Like female market, he had mm-hmm. brought that up as well. And he had mentioned casual games, which... I mean, and very casual games. Yes. So there's actually a name for that now. If they're called, um, it's called hyper casual. Uh, it's a type of casual games that, like, we play games that, uh, like, they're called instant games on Facebook Messenger and a few other platforms as well, where they're games you, you play for maybe sometimes a couple of seconds or a minute or two, and these are games that are built for people who have extremely low, you know, like don't have very high attention spans and they're just very quick and easy to play. Almost like something drops down from the sky and you have to quickly push on it or something like that. And you get points. So that's, that's a level of, uh, 
business and marketing I hope to never understand. Like they're literally <laughs> accounting for the fact that people will get like bored or not like it and, and just give up. Hyper casual. Explain yes. this again. Is there an I, example of a hyper casual game? Every single Facebook Messenger game is considered a hyper casual game. What the fuck are those? So so wait, are you talking <laughs> like those things where where Facebook like has the pop up and it's like, oh, see how you'll look in thirty years or <laughs> no? See no. see which X Men character you are most like. <laughs> <laughs> no, Doctor so, Jean Grey. Uh, so those type of games you're just <laughs> you mentioning, Lionel, are new type of ads that have come out where you can essentially play little mini games within the ads. So that's something different. A hyper casual game is an yes, is an actual real thing. And if you go into Facebook Messenger right now, there is a game section, and those you can actually play a lot of games on there. They are classified as instant games. It's kind of like a whole new genre of game. Think arcade games. So, but, so like like when like some weird poker app pops up on there or some. I, I feel like I. Shitty, or like Farmville. Are we no, talking Farmville. No, Farmville. Farmville is a casual game. Hyper casual games are games that allow you to jump in and out of the game extremely quickly. There is yeah. zero zero friction. If you want a good example of this, like I said, go into Facebook Messenger and play any of those games. Those are all hyper casual games. I think I, feel I know like what you're I talking think I've about. I played one of those once, and I it was so throwaway that I don't even remember what the fuck it was. I sort of remember yeah. some colors and like <laughs> yes. some movement, and I yeah. didn't know what it was, but I know that about a the person game. I was talking to could interact with it too. Yeah, it's right. So these are these type of games are essentially casual games, but just games that are just they're so quick to play that and jump in and out of that you just don't even have to think about it. You're you're, play, you're done. You're playing the game and done playing the game within seconds. So those are um, so that's a whole new market which has become quite popular lately. Uh, I don't know if he means those type of games, but if his target is going to be casual games, that's going to be a very hard market to break into because it's kind of overtaken with all the messenger games and mobile games. And yeah, so I don't really know how he's going to compete. Now I know with the Atari VS VCS, they have partnered with this other company that's going to be allowing them to load up the console with an insane amount of really old games like so as soon as you get the console which is like priced at 300 and something dollars right now you will immediately have a huge library of games to play but all these games are games from the Atari age or the um uh what's it called um Turbo X or whatever which is a really bunch of old really game bunch of old games um, now, something else I found interesting is that with the new Atari, you will also be able to boot it into a sandbox mode, which will allow you to load up Windows, um, the Windows operating system, which will essentially allow you to play any PC games on there. So that could be a reason to get it. I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Sandbox mode? That, that sounds so, weird. It sounds it's it's in a backwards way, it makes sense where you would sell someone a PC as a gaming machine, but then yeah. be like, "Hey, guess what? It's a PC too." 
<laughs> instead of selling them the PC and them <laughs> playing games on it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's not too much details exactly how it's going to work, but if you go to the Atari website and look up information on their console, the sandbox mode essentially will allow you to load up any Linux operating system, which I doubt anyone's really going to do that, or um, Windows operating system, which could allow you to play your Steam games or other games on your on your computer, you know, on the on Windows. So, yeah, I'm not quite sure how he's going to compete with this one. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting when it comes out in 2020. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, that's a big question mark on that one. And I'm I'm glad I have exposed you guys to hyper casual games. <laughs> you are now aware of them. Do you feel complete? You've exposed yourself in many ways to us, Joe. <laughs> All right. You maybe. He hasn't shown me the goods yet. <laughs> yet. Are you expecting a model? Is that? Yeah. Come stay at his house. Oh boy. Oh my. Oh my. All right. Let's move on to the, the next story here. By Venture Beats, Google Stadia's data use is over 100 megabytes per minute at 1080p. So Stadia, <laughs> the reviews are out, and it's not doing so hot. And the fact that it chews up so much data when it's oh, streaming, it's, yeah. that's, that's a lot Streaming is not for me. This is insane. Now, that's keep in mind, nuts. this is only 1080p. You can still stream at 4K, which I believe takes up more data. Yeah, um, so like yep. 20 gigs per a minute or something like that? Uh, twenty gigs of data per hour. Per hour? Yeah, 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 per hour. But uh, it's, yeah, that's pretty insane. I think it, he said it was like three hundred and sixty-five, like gigs a minute or some shit like that. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's just, this is the type of thing where uh, I don't know if they convinced themselves that this was. Not like oh no, it's like got to do it. Like no, people are gonna forget about that. Like <laughs> they just somehow convinced themselves that this wasn't gonna be an issue, and it's a huge issue. This is insane. It it feels like they're working backwards or something. I don't think on live was this much of a resource hog. But but the other thing to to. Yeah, factor to consider is that, I mean, a, a lot of people probably would be okay, you know, if the, you know, the, the what is it, it's ten dollars a month or something. Mm-hmm. I'm sure people would be. It's probably more like if you do the math for 1080p and half that, maybe twice because if you go to bring it down to 720p at 30 frames per second. Yeah. Like, that's totally playable. Um. And a I, lot. I don't know what the math would be on that. It's probably well, still pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, oof, man, considering that Comcast still will throttle your data. Well, it depends on what plan you have, but they will throttle that data mm-hmm. once it hits a certain point. Um, I know, I mean, I have AT&T for my internet, and the plan I'm on is kind of, it's not like the most expensive one or anything, and I, they, they won't, like, just stop it entirely. 
but it will like drastically slow it way down after a certain amount has passed. But I mean, it takes a lot, but I'm sure that's happening. That's going to happen for a lot of people, which I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be kind of like reminding me of the whole dial up thing where you were on dial up and if someone wanted to use the phone, you had to get off the internet. So essentially if you want to be able to use Netflix or something else before (laughs) Person to stop using Stadia because they're going to eat up pretty much all of the data and you won't be able to do anything else on there. That's just. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think he said um, it was fucking. Uh, what do you say? It was like for the amount of data. It's like so much many. It's so much bigger than just downloading the game in the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, so this was a good example. Red Dead Redemption 2 at 1080p at 60 frames per second on Stadia. Duration, 13 minutes. Data used, 1.55 gigabytes. Data per minute, 119 megabytes. Estimated data per hour used, 7.14 gigabytes. Playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Damn. That's a lot. Yeah. This is... uh, It's... it's I guess we know now. It's just not gonna. This thing's not gonna fly. No. Pretty much. Not at all. This is, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a lot mm. of a lot of the reviews have been reporting that there has been like on a lot of the games that are like the first-person shooters that require a lot of precision. Those have been uh, frame rate has been good. The graphical quality, you know, the graphics has been great. But just the lag, there's like been lots of hiccups, especially when there's lots of people on the on the network as well, which makes sense. So yeah, so far it just it hasn't been going very well. You have to have a really good internet connection, and you can only do Wi-Fi. You can't do your mobile uh, the mobile network, which I don't know why in God's name you would want to do that, but you can only do it. Only works on Wi-Fi right now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, a lot of promises they made, they have not been able to keep at all. So I don't know what's going to happen with Stadia. But then again, when things launch within games, the launch is never great. Do you guys think this might get better over time? Um, or? I think it will, but I feel like it's going to be an uphill battle for them to yeah. get over this initial thing. Because that seems like such a thing that, you know, it's Google. They have all these resources and all these, um, I was going to say great minds, but that might be debatable. But, <laughs> it, you know, they have all, you know, they have all this information and all these engineers and it's like, why didn't they focus on fixing this problem? Like, this is just such a clear problem. Is it just because they're all, you know... <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Are they just moving around in a different class that it, where they don't have fucking... You have to worry about how much internet they're using? I, I don't know. Well, Maybe. I mean, they're up in Mountain View doing, you know, probably with insanely good yeah. internet speed. And it's, it's just... It's still, oh. It seems like, how could you, <laughs> you overlook this? Like, the audience you're targeting is... Is is money conscious? <laughs> it's, it's sort of baffling. 
Yeah. What I, it really makes me wonder if maybe they launched this too soon because when they did the big announcement and they promised so many things and they had been unable to keep a large amount of those promises. Yeah. So it's just maybe they just had to get it out and it maybe and just fully wasn't done yet. I, I guess the only reason I could see why they would push this out because it's well, you're right. It is kind of obvious that mm-hmm. they pushed this thing out way too early and they weren't ready. I, I is it just that, well, we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but they're just trying to be first to market, I guess? I think so. Yeah, I think that might be it. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Because the streaming... Why they were willing to release with, like, so many of the functions they promised missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the streaming wars are heating up, and it's going to be a bloodbath in 2020, that's for sure. So, um... Am, am I just a morbid asshole, or is it wrong that I kind of I'm kind of hoping that um, it isn't streaming's time yet, and this is gonna like take off the same way uh, live action like live action QTE games took off in the '90s, <laughs> which is to say, take off and swan dive. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Why wouldn't you want this to be a thing? Um, I don't know, because uh, I'm a, probably not going to participate in it too much. It's a huge money saver. I mean, if they can get it right, yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a huge money saver. And I've already, like, made the made an investment that's going to last me for a minute, so <laughs> you're, you're, I, yeah. I kind of have, well, no, I kinda have no skin in the game. This is you, but the thing is, you, I think you will, because by the time this does kick off, Mm-hmm. will be it'll probably be full swing maybe in the five to eight year area somewhere around there maybe even 10 i don't know probably faster than we think but i feel like it'll start to look better and better to you than when you start to hit that pillar of like oh i can't run as many games like new shit yeah and the new games are on this thing and it's cheaper to just subscribe so at a certain point you'll probably be at that place again. Maybe. Yeah. Cause I mean, if this is done right, you will not need to have a, a rig at all. That's powerful enough because you won't need to be powerful enough. You just, <laughs> I mean, mine's pretty powerful, but I'm starting to run into mm-hmm. the things. I used to feel like my machine could do anything. And now like good example is Tekken seven. I can run Tekken seven, like at max settings, but since I've been streaming it, I've had to lower it a bit, and then I've been adding mods in, and some of those are intensive, and I've been having to lower it. And now I'm, like, playing Tekken 7 at, like, almost the lowest settings. Oh. <clears throat> and, you know, Red Dead's come to PC, and I'm pretty curious about how that's going to run on my machine, because GTA uh, 5, it, it runs... Oh, okay on my machine I, I can run it but you know it's it's not max or anything and I could just imagine like I'm already starting to get a little bit forced out so mm. but, Oof. Uh, but I, I don't know I am kind of I, I can see Jumper Cable's view on this because I am a little hesitant I like it's funny because they've they've 
they pushed me forward <laughs> these companies a little bit whereas before i was like oh fuck that i gotta i gotta own the game in a box <laughs> and now i was just like no i gotta own it on my account and yeah. now they're like yeah. saying oh wait a minute i'm not owning it at all i'm just subscribing and i'm streaming it like no i want it on my account forever but it's like they already I got gotta me. rent it yeah but you can rent it whenever you want yeah. it's like they already got me on on like i i, don't, I just don't care about owning, well i care a little bit about owning some box stuff but it's like mm. eventually like i gotta you know maybe i won't get into streaming until like the next thing comes mm. that's gonna replace <laughs> whatever streaming is <laughs> well one thing Google's really good at when even when they decide to abandon a project or just they feel it's not doing well enough and they stop working on it, they're very good at making sure you get your data. So if anything, if Stadia does flop and you purchased a whole bunch of games on there or whatever, you'll they'll most likely give you a way to have access to all that stuff. They they tend to do that with all of their products, even the ones that are no longer around. So not a good way to look at it, because I would like it to, to succeed. But if it does happen, I'm pretty sure they'll at least give you the ability to feel like you still own it. So that's always good. But speaking of Tekken 7, in this next article uh, by GameZone, Project xCloud launches 2020 on iOS, Android, and PC with DualShock 4 support. So this is Microsoft's new streaming service that's going to be coming out next year. This and is Microsoft with, putting the blade to effing Stadia's neck. <laughs> yeah, and Tekken 7 will be one of the games that you're going to be able to stream on there. Um, but yeah, I think since they're coming up with their streaming service, which actually has already been an alpha in a few countries so far. They haven't really said how well it's done, but people have already started using it. Um, they're going to actually package this with Game Pass, which is pretty damn awesome. So you can just use that and subscribe to a whole bunch of games to play. And now you'll have the option to either play them on your PC or if you your or your if your computer's not good enough, just stream it with XCloud and you'll be able to play it. So yeah, Microsoft's gearing up for the steaming war. Steaming? Steaming. Steaming wars, yes. Streaming wars. So we will see how that works out. Uh, so, Lionel, are you not even going to bother with that one? Not something that... Um, that depends on whether or not I could play... Um, what, what was the name of that game? Uh, Otogi? Otogi. Through it? Hmm. Otogi and Otogi 2. Uh, X, they were both Xbox One games. Yeah. That's a good question. They, I don't have the article here, but they did display that's what show the list of all the games that they're going to be supporting out the door i it's a huge list much bigger than stadia's which was stadia's was like i think 20 or something so if they can get those og xbox games to me mm-hmm. and yeah i'm interested yeah they're planning on getting a lot of games on there from their their library so yeah microsoft's Join into that. And then in this next article, we have <laughs> uh, by The Verge Amazon's cloud gaming service could arrive next year and offer Twitch integration. So there have been some job postings on it for. 
Yeah. So uh, now go ahead. Sorry, I was going to make another dumb joke. <laughs> There's been some job postings related to stream game streaming. Um, since there is Amazon does have a game studio, it's people are just kind of trying to piece things together and assume that there's probably going to, they're probably going to be coming out with their own game streaming service next year. So it's just, we have Google with Stadia, we have Microsoft with xCloud and we're going to have Amazon with whatever they name it. And doesn't Sony also have their own streaming service as well? That's been out for a while. Yeah. I think it's PlayStation now, right? Yeah, there you go. So Jesus, everyone's doing streaming. It's, it's a big thing. I have no clue what Amazon is going to be doing game-wise. Uh, wh- uh, what do you guys think about I mean, I feel like they've know. tried something like this before. Not necessarily... St- Maven streaming? I don't know. Mm, I mean, they created uh, their own... Like, I feel like they had some kind of like weird-ass platform where it was like a controller that went with your <laughs> fire stick or whatever the fuck. And it's like flagship title was one of the new Tomb Raider games. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, f- I feel like a lot of that whole list that was on that, they, uh, a lot of these companies have been like kind of poking at streaming for mm. a while or like saying that they were going to do it. Because I recognize some of these names of, of, of this shit, but I, I've just never taken any of it seriously. Because it always seems like, now PlayStation now is kind of like in in beta or like early access mode or some shit for a long time. Yeah. Something like that. They they were like it, it was weird. I yeah. I yeah. Yeah, who knows. I how is the PlayStation Now thing doing? I don't have fucking you, know. <laughs> you haven't uh, tried that shit? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Um, hmm. Well, I'm going to assume it's doing well. <laughs> so, oh, man. Um, I do like no, I that. I don't think it is. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone cares. Oh, that's why no one said anything. But I, I don't know. It's going to go the way of what was... What was Sony's other thing that they did when they made a uh, PlayStation Home? I think it was a Will Smith. Ah. Yeah, that mm. thing. Were we talking about oh. that last week, or was I talking to somebody else about that? I, I think, think you were talking to me and Ed about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, PlayStation Home was... I It was so fucking terrible, but I loved it. <laughs> it was just a bad, dumb idea. Oh. But they went full-blown in. I feel like they talked about that thing like... On stage at E3, like, twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they put a lot of resources behind it. I mean, it was Man, a big thing. It, it was I remember, like, you could wander around to so many different places, and there were all these crazy mini-games. Like, yeah. you'd go to these... You were, like, in a big mall, and there was, like, all these different arcades that you could go to, and you could go to your own house, and you could get clothes and stuff, and... I remember my guy was kind of dressed like a rape victim. Mm. He had like really shredded shirt and his clothes were just shredded and he was all dirty. <laughs> he lived in the alley for a really long time. Oh man. Yeah. It's, and I, couldn't you buy like lots of clothes? Yeah. And different accessories. Yeah. And... 
It, yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> a lot of clothes yeah. you could buy. But it, it costed money, so I never bought anything, which is why I always <laughs> ran around in those rags. Yeah. <laughs> you were, you were, my apartment well, was, like, completely empty. Like, mm. I should write, like, a, a short story about my my home avatar. He just he had a big loft, but nothing in it by the oh. beach. He had one hairy friend in his oh. pajamas. And, yeah. <laughs> home was interesting. Yeah. I, I'm sad that they killed it, but I feel like there's got to be some cool, like, YouTube documentary on that that I, I got to look up now. Because I just want to know everything about that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was um, quite the experience. It, it's like almost that they wanted it to be Second Life or something like that. So, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. It, it was, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the problem. Uh, so yeah, we got Amazon and Microsoft doing their thing. Um, you, you know, Home is a kind of a good example in Second Life of mm-hmm. of all these companies just jumping onto the next big thing. Like they tried to do Second Life. Remember after the Wii came out, then we got Connect and and PlayStation Move came out, and it was just like that was so blatant when they brought that yeah. out. It's like wow, two wands. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like you're you not fooling anybody. It. What are you guys doing? Oh man. But I, I will say, at least Sony was a little bit ahead of the, on the streaming thing. They knew it was coming, but they mm-hmm. did jump in because they bought Gaikai and OnLive. Oh yeah, so yeah, they were definitely ahead of the game on that one. So, yeah, it should be interesting to see where Amazon decides to go with everything. I mean, they do have AWS, which is Amazon Web Services. So, if anything, they have the tech to make sure that stuff runs incredibly well. Google, I mean, they have a lot of smart people, and they have the Google Cloud Services as well. But Amazon, literally, like, 70% of the web runs on Amazon Web Services at this point. So, they know what they're doing over there when it comes to that stuff. So hmm. I'm sure their service will be a bit more reliable. What did they do that... What What does that mean? Can you explain that? What? Explain what? Which part? What you just said about the web in Amazon. How they, yeah, they got like 70% of the web running off of them or whatever the hell. Oh, AWS stands for Amazon Web Services. They essentially allow you to um, create, uh, spin up new servers and on the web, excuse me, on the web, spin up new like servers like that so you can run websites and other things like that. And what I meant by like 70% of the web's running on it, pretty much all the big companies, all the big websites, all like pretty much all the websites out there at this point are running on Amazon servers. All of their web servers, which run their um, their websites, all of the game servers run on Amazon web server. Like they pretty much power a lot of the the big sites on the web right now. Mm-hmm. So there have been lots of moments when AWS went down and a large portion of the web went down as well. It's kind of hilarious. Wow. So That's crazy. Yeah, they own mm-hmm. a huge portion of that market. We really do live in a fucking cyberpunk dystopia. Like three <laughs> companies run everything. They yeah, really I think we're living in like the prologue of it. Because it yeah. hasn't gone to complete shit yet. 
Well, the AI hasn't awakened yet. <laughs> or maybe much. it has, and it's just keeping itself secret. Well, that's part of it. We also we've got like mega corporations, but they haven't quite become our corporate overlords just yet. Yeah, Amazon Web Service. Way. Pretty much, Amazon Web Services uh-huh. has grown so big that they actually Amazon might actually because the that part of their company is worth a couple billion dollars. Um, in fact, most of Amazon's money is made from their AWS services. And it's become so big that a lot of people are trying to fight for them to break up the company into two separate things because it's, it's just too powerful and too big. And it just controls too much. All we got to do is make sure that when Amazon starts getting shitty, we like pit it against uh, Disney. <laughs> I'm pretty sure AWS powers a lot of Disney stuff as well. So it's they they own a lot. Well, they don't own it, but a lot of stuff runs on their service. So it's it's kind of crazy when you think about it. They flick a switch and a lot goes down. That's terrifying, actually. Um, so yeah, they definitely have the ability to make a very powerful cloud streaming service or whatever. So we should. I'm looking forward to what they come up with. All right, let's move on to the next article here by Polygon. Uh, Amy Hennig? Yeah. Hennig. Hennig. I say. <laughs> Amy Hennig's new studio will make story focused games for emerging streaming platforms. Everyone's jumping on board. Yeah, she said she wants to focus on emerging streaming platforms and create an like interactive stories and, and other types of games of that nature, uh, maybe of like the double fine nature, like that kind of. That yeah, kind of I was kind of curious, like like what degree of interactive and story based are we talking? It, it, like, are we talking play my movie here or Telltale or Uncharted? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they kind of painted a that picture with a broad swath. Right. So yeah, they didn't even bother with a brush; they just used their hand and smeared it across <laughs> the canvas. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> there you go. Oh man. Um. Yeah, they weren't super clear on that one about what she wants to do. Um. It, who knows? But. For any person to make story-based games, I'm glad she's doing it. I'm sure whatever she comes up with will be something very unique yeah. and interesting. I feel like she's kind of a, so. an, an unsung genius mm-hmm. in the game industry. Cause, just because she's had... She kind of had like Star Wars dangled in front of her. You know, that's yeah. why you know she left Naughty Dog for whatever reason and then went to EA and then... All that stuff fell apart, and she went somewhere else, and then that fell apart. But now she's here, so it'll be good to finally see, you know, a real product from her. Yeah, yeah. Was... Like, we're kind of wasting her. Like, <laughs> we don't need to be doing mm. that. She, we need to get more Amy Hennig games out the door. Yeah. So she's going. She's joining Skydance Media, which was founded. Is a bit of information on that, like, which was founded in 2010. And they produced uh, a lot of entertainment for films and television, interactive animation for Mission Impossible, Fallout, Annihilation, Terminator, Dark Fate. So, you yeah, know, some interesting stuff going on. 
So she definitely will have the resources she needs to make something very creative. That's that is absolutely for sure. Or maybe she might make some sort of game on Twitch, like I don't know, Twitch plays something. Who knows? I don't know. We all believe in you, Amy. I want to give you a high five. She's got a little pimple on her face. What is that? Okay, anyway. Sure, uh, that's not your monitor, Joe? No, no, if you look at her face in the picture, she's got something near her nose. And I'm like, <laughs> is that a mole? I think it's a mole. It, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> uh, I keep trying to poke it with my mouse. All right. Let's move on to the final story of the night. Now, Mike, do you want to actually change stories, or are you okay with going change over this to one? what? Uh, <laughs> no, I already saw it. Like, okay, all I right. Basically, it's not really that big of a sport. Like, I kind of... Okay. It's just more of a confirmation thing that now I know that this thing ends open-endedly. Okay, that's... I figured as much, considering yeah. like stuff he said long before uh, three even came out, or, or three was even in the works. Yeah, but uh, just the the gist of it is that he said, uh, "Well, what did he say, Joe?" Not too much. I mean, at the end credits of the game, for <laughs> at the end of the game, um, there's just a short little line that says, "Oh my God." I had it like right here. Oh, you don't got to read it. <laughs> okay. It's just it was, like thank you to the fans, right? Yeah. yeah. Thank you, and I hope we can all come together to make a Shin move for. Or, yeah. So, so it's sounding like he is very much on board for making another one as long as this game does well. Yeah, I'm really curious. I mean, it did well up front as far as Kickstarter numbers, but I know that. Uh, I'm not sure how many people followed through on, you know, getting their refunds, uh, you know, after the whole debacle with uh, the Epic Games Store mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. I know I did. Uh, I got my refund because I don't want to play it there. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm going to wait and try and get it on Steam whenever that comes out and probably grab it on sale at some point. But that that was just a huge bummer for me. Because I was like so hyped when they announced that, and now it's like this big game that I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever, you know. Oh. I'll get to it when I get to it. Oh, that's sad. I mean, I'm excited yeah. to play it eventually, but it's it's still just like that was kind of that was a fucked up thing to do. And yeah, it initially didn't bother me, and then it was like, wait, I I. They, I paid for something and that was promised one thing and then they just changed it. Yeah. It, it's, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't even that they promised it. It was that it was assumed because that was the really it was the only place at the time. Epic Game Store I don't think was even announced. Well yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure they even asked you like what did you want it on? Uh, I believe and they I said, said and I said Steam. I'm pretty sure they said PC. Or, yeah, boom. yeah, yeah. So they never really said that, but it was assumed like it wasn't going to be on, you know, fucking uh, whatever, like Ubisoft. Like that would make any sense or EA shit. Like Sony published it. It just like, and there was no Epic Game Store, so we all just assumed Steam. Um, yeah. Well, that's because I'm sure that was the original plan, but then 
epic as they've had a short period of time for this doing it now. They just were going around just with giant bags Snaking of money. shit, yeah. Yeah. And they tried to snake Samurai Showdown, and the creator was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's epic was, games. Mm. Oh, nothing. I was thinking about that recently, Jumbo Chaos. I'm glad <laughs> you brought that up. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, it's just a. I don't know. Yeah, I want to play it. Oh, I was gonna say, is I it, it kind of drives me crazy that the game industry, as far as showing, you know, being able to look up sales and things like that, it's it's not like the film industry where you can just Google the box office on this shit. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of gotta get it from somebody who did a little digging, like all that stuff isn't really released i don't think well it is but you have to pay for it pay for it where there's a website that you can go to and it will tell you the uh, exact amount how much pe- things are made uh how much stuff mm-hmm. made oh god what's it called mm-hmm. um I, I don't remember the link now but you can get it it's just it'll you just have to pay a large amount of money in industry yes is that i know it's, uh, it's i know it's in the past, it's been a big deal that some companies just keep a lid on their shit. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. not all. You can't. There are some companies where you just you just yeah. will never know. Yeah. But well, there well, is a place you yeah. can go. Well, that, that's what I mean, though. Like, oh, okay. obviously, some some places like are are upfront about it. But like mm-hmm. Nintendo, I think they only there are companies that only put numbers out when they want to brag about something. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't like. You know, I wish I could look up the exact sales number. Maybe we will get those numbers for Shenmue 3, but I'm super curious um, if that's doing well. And it's it kind of it's kind of sad because it if the numbers are bad and it's because of that, then I feel like that is just another uh, roadblock to more Shenmue games because it's not that people don't want it; it's just that we 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 don't want it. On Epic Game Store. Yeah. Also, just just no no sudden trickery, Suzuki-san. Yeah. And really, I think it was a naive thing. I really think they probably didn't expect the blowback. They probably they were probably surprised. In fact, I know they were surprised because I got their emails. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's. I, I think he just. I mean. Uh, he needed this money <laughs> to probably be able yeah. to keep making the game. So when they, when Epic, you know, came to his door saying, Hey, you know, we'll give you a shit ton of money if you're just exclusive to us. So of course his answer is going to be, yes, the fans will love this. We can finally have the money to make more games and they get to play it and everything will be great. No. Uh, yeah. I think he was very surprised. Mm, probably. Uh, can I confess something? Yes. I kind of how do I put this? I kind of don't want them to make another full-on game per se. So much as like I remember when Yu Suzuki was talking about this game, he was talking about like like a saga, like a straight-up epic, like mm-hmm. started in, in like what started in the 80s and would like end in the modern day 2000 something at the time. Mm. 
it seems like I mean, because what didn't exist then that exists now is like DLC. So yeah. it seems kind of like you could literally release. He could continue the story with this engine and just release episodes. Yeah. Rather yeah. than having to do a full game each time he wants to update it. And yeah. That would make sense. Although it, it's weird because he could just, you know, the engine's built. He could just take that and release it as a full game. But I see what you're saying. Like, that does make complete sense. Like, it just and, makes sense. And it seems like Shinmu has, like, always Damn existed it. in this kind of precarious place of, like, we're at, we're at, like, the precipice. We're standing at the edge of a cliff. Either... You know, either we'll find a parachute on the way down or we'll die. <laughs> oh. And they've died before. Mm. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's weird because in his head he's. I would imagine the chapters are. They'd be beefy, you know? So. Ugh. What he wants to make is is probably game sized. So with each game, um, sorry, I'm having a digestive issues. Uh, um, but that's... what was I saying? Oh yeah, it, it seems like I feel like he would not want to chop his chapters up that much because i mean for dlc to be dlc these days it's like you gotta chop it up and i think his idea for each of these chapters is to have them be full games like and it's weird because i don't know how long shenry 3 takes to beat but the original was probably like fuck you guys know no It it was an old game i feel like it was like 30 to 50 hours or something like that Probably. Or maybe like 20 to 30 hours. Probably so I, in that range. So uh, to sell like another, you know, 30 hours worth of content for a DLC price might not be something he yeah. would want to do. I, I mean, I just I, I, like even if they just like keep the engine mm-hmm. and just do like do the games like updates mm-hmm. not not update but you, you know what i mean it's like okay you can release it it can be full game length just don't bother redoing the engine or creating any more assets outside of what's new to this next chapter just because at this point i more want to see the story complete yeah and him try and be like okay here's the brand new installment and it's like three years later and there's a new engine and new graphics and new yeah. everything's and we have to deal with this we have to deal with you know Shinmu's devil may care ways potentially getting itself killed again yeah i don't think that would would happen i think he could do it for much cheaper the only thing i think would be building new assets like if the story takes you to other parts of the world or something so that would be the legwork that's that i would i could see that being a reason to have the full games but the engine and everything like for sure like it's all there like just build what you need to tell us more story like mm-hmm. that makes yeah. sense i don't yeah. know mm. it's 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 weird to 
have the future of that series in our hands as consumers mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. But like wanting the game, but not wanting the one that's out right now because of yeah. This is it's just I don't know, man. <laughs> it's not what teenage me wanted to see happen. Oh, Although I'm yeah. glad I'm glad this game came out, and I do look forward to playing it. Yeah, well, let's just hope he's learned his lesson with exclusives and hope that if he does make a fourth one, he doesn't make exclusive to Stadia or xCloud or something. Yeah, <laughs> some, something stupid like that. <laughs> Facebook Messenger. Oh, God, that would be <laughs> awful. Oh, jeez. <laughs> as, as a means of advertising my new game, I'm reviving MySpace. <laughs> Actually, MySpace is still around. It's yeah, still, dude. it's actually still alive, and I don't know if I, 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 it's probably more like a zombie at this mm-hmm. point. No, they just completely shift focus to music now. So it's wasn't yeah. that their focus at the start? No, they were a social network to start. Oh, yeah. Then after that failed, and it was bought by a whole bunch of exchange from a whole bunch of different people, um, it became a music a music network where people go there to show off their latest album or whatever. Uh, they probably got the idea from people blasting insert whatever song on their page the moment you load it up. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was pretty bad. But, yeah, MySpace is still a thing. Go there now. It's pretty much just, yeah, music stuff. Kind of. Mm, well, I thought it was a lot of celebrity stuff. I don't know. MySpace is MySpace. Mm-hmm. All right. I believe those are all the stories for tonight. That is it. This episode can find us on all is kinds. Is brought to you by McDonald's. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, McDonald's and. Uh... Mickey D's. Be sure to download our MP3s and read our metadata. <laughs> <laughs> we put a lot of work yes. into those. We, Brought I, to we you did. by Joe's metadata. Yes. Put a lot of work and effort into that metadata, so you better go read it. You better <laughs> better appreciate open, it. You better open up at iTunes, click the three little dots at the top right corner, <laughs> right click, hit the info button, and scroll down to the bottom, and you read those comments. You better or joe will hit you (laughs) yes oh boy yep yep that's it boys and girls what about the final thoughts oh yeah what's your final thought joe i'm sorry i gotta get back in the groove of that again i i do apologize yes there's some final thoughts some final thoughts here uh i'll go first what are my final thoughts final thoughts streaming is the future there's we cannot fight it we cannot resist it it's coming no matter what and it's going to do well, hopefully, eventually. I embrace it, and I love it. Yeah, so we'll be able to stream things straight into our bloodstreams. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be fantastic. I uh, still think it would be wicked funny if it bombed. <laughs> I don't think it's going to. It, it's it doesn't. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know. I just it, even if it bombs, it's like VR. It's just going to come back. It's. Yeah. If it, yeah. if it if it fails, it's only because the 
the infrastructure is not there to support it. But it, it'll it'll. I'm not saying it has back. to die and stay dead. I just think it'd be funny if it died right now. Mm. There are too many people dipping into this now. That's I think why it would be funny. <laughs> yeah, if they all pulled out at once, mm. it might be quite the mess. All right, Lionel, how about you? Some final thoughts? Uh, that sort of was my final thought. <laughs> you wanted to. <laughs> No, I just I'm not saying I necessarily want it to fail. I just think it would be funny as hell if it did. Mm-hmm. Um Suzuki-san, please don't fuck it up. Cuz like I'm already having to live with the fact that Virtual Fighter is probably dead for good. Mm-hmm. That's not good. That's Someone will dig that up eventually. Yeah, Elon Musk will buy the IP and put it in every Tesla. <laughs> yep. I suppose that's a good way to die. <laughs> or in Musk's eyes, be reborn into something better, more efficient. Oh, because that's how he thinks. Um, Mike, how about you? Some final thoughts? Um, I agree with Jumper Cables about Shinmu. Uh, that I just want. To, to be happy. I want Suzuki-san to be happy. Oh, yeah. He's like a nice man. and well, You know, he created so much happiness for us as little ass kids. He's mm. re- repented for his deeds. He's, he did his time. He, <laughs> he did his while. time. <laughs> He's a reformed man. The bastards locked him up. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, I guess... Shrimp is the fruit of the sea. Indeed. Okay. I to say about that. All right. Also, fuck mules. <laughs> okay. Random. We all just want not so random. In the butt. Yes. In the butt. Always in the butt. Shitty donkey butts, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 